0: hello beautiful friends welcome to the goddess activation podcast where we dive deep into all things divine feminine energy pleasure healing sensuality and really living connected with our bodies i'm your host nikita anand spiritual embodiment coach and kundalini and tantra facilitator and if you're ready to remember reclaim and activate the ancient wisdom that has always been within your body stay tuned Welcome back to the Goddess Activation podcast. It's so nice having you with us today. Today's episode is taken from an IGTV. So if you prefer watching the video, you can click on the link in the show notes. And if you prefer listening to the audio, keep listening.
1: Welcome everyone to this very special live. I am so excited to chat about this topic with you. It's been on my mind for so long now, and I think it's really important and it's not talked about enough. So I'm just waiting for the wonderful and beautiful Nikita to join me. Please, as you join this live, let us know where you're joining from um, in the world. I'm in Costa Rica and I'm so truly, truly excited, maybe even nervous to talk about this topic. There she is. I think in the military interesting okay i don't have experience with that but london bulgaria hello my love hello how are you good how are you you're all like cozy in your sweater i love it
0: as a kid i used to hate turtlenecks i never thought that i would love them now um yeah now i love it that's so it it
1: looks so cute on you and so cozy i was telling my mom that i miss the cold a little bit now <laughs> just to like wear those i mean not really but you know what i mean
0: <laughs> i would still choose the warms over the cold always like sure. a sun
1: girl <laughs> speaking of which i'm going to turn on the fan so we have people t- joining us from all over let's see we have france romania rome so cool bulgaria london So cool. How do you deal with being afraid of catching an STD or getting a UTI? Interesting question. Okay, I feel like people are going to have a lot of questions here. So if you can all put your questions in the question box, that would be very helpful for us. Um, Should we introduce ourselves? Yes. Do you want to start? Sure. start. So I am Marina. I'm the Compassionate Somatic Coach and I support people who are feeling stuck or experiencing a lot of shutdown or anxiety or triggers to really dive into the body and work through the body in very deep healing.
0: Beautiful. I am Nikita and I host retreats and one-on-one sessions for women to connect deeper with their bodies, with their deepen their self-love, self-trust, self-acceptance, and not just Live a good life, but thrive and thrive in all areas of their lives, and also especially when it comes to sensuality, when it comes to body-based living. So, creating this deeper mind-body connection, and not just being in the mind um, all the time. So, there's a lot here, and we'll start talking about it this in today's IG life. I'm really excited for this topic. Um, do you want to share what we're talking about? Yes,
1: um, I feel there was a question here that's exactly
0: what i want james i love you
1: <laughs> <Cute>. <laughs> he's a good so friend of mine from like forever now um i well, where was but where was it going there was a question in here let me find it that is exactly kind of what i want to address that was awakening sexual desire again after sexual trauma so that's exactly what i wanted to talk about today um, so maybe we can both kind of share our stories around this and how our work that we bring into the world, it really supports this topic. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, and before we start, Nikita and I are hosting a beautiful retreat right here in Costa Rica. It's going to be so beautiful and so sacred and special. Um, it's a women's retreat all about deep, deep healing, and we're going we're gonna to talk about it more throughout the live, but just so you know, that is out there. It's happening this March 20th to 24th, and you can check out all the details in the link in our bios. So I was actually talking about this last night with a good friend and this this topic and just really realizing, holy crap, like I've come such a long way, and I really remember I'm struggling with this really badly. And you were part of the kind of the story and just feeling like it's never really going to change. Like, I just don't believe that this can really change. It's so difficult. It's so hard to shift this lack. Just this um, lack of interest in sex, like total lack of interest. And, and that was me for so many years. Um, yeah. I can hear you. I had to hang it up. Um and so many like spam calls lately it's crazy. Um
0: right? I just flocked them immediately as soon as there's spam I That's- yeah. <laughs>
1: um so for me it was due to a very specific reason, yep, which thank you for your vulnerability to share that you went through childhood sexual trauma. So we're going to be talking about this topic. If this is really triggering for you just know we're talking about this topic maybe you want to leave this life for now we totally get that um so for me my very first sexual experience and encounter was very traumatic abusive um and it went on for a long time it was a long when i was 15 years old it was like my first my first ever relationship so for me my it's not even in the mind right it's like my body was like this is a bad thing this is a really bad thing and when it happens i shut down and it was really interesting talking about it last night with my friend because i was explaining to her that it was so um so interesting how it played out that in the beginning of any relationship i would be interested in sex but as soon as it was like deep and there was a connection and there was love i was done because that's kind of how i experienced the trauma so for me it's like the the connection and safety means no sex like safety and sex don't go together and so um it it was really a huge challenge because I remember going to therapy quite frankly with my partner and being like I'm here because my partner wants to have sex but I'm not interested just not interested and I just really wasn't interested like at all zero interest you know because when it happened I would shut down completely I would like dissociate from my body which is the worst feeling. So I was like, I don't want to feel this feeling. Like I'm just going to solve it in this way. Um, And I don't even know. I was always curious, like, "Mm, I wonder how I can, I'm I'm waving hello to some friends here that I see. It's very, very happy that you guys are here. Um, I, I don't even know like what catalyzed it, just the curiosity to shift it i i think a big honestly a huge part is other women who were talking about sex in a really positive way and i was like what that's a thing like how is that a thing you know and they were like yeah it's great like it makes me so happy i feel so connected to my partner i was like okay so i think that was always something that helped me a lot just to hear that and be around that and Um, and then I worked with you and that was like so amazing because it was very gentle and I could see I think the big thing in your program Also with other women is how we all have these very traumatic experiences. I think almost every woman does And we have a lot of shame around it and shame that emotion is literally a killer To pleasure like it just kills it like they can't go together so yeah that that was the main i would say the main big spark in your program that like made me see oh well if i feel i feel all this shame in my body then how can i actually enjoy this i'm never going to enjoy this so a big part of it was of course regulating my nervous system and working through like the shutdown and the disconnect and coming back into presence and like actually feeling my body and then also working through the shame was kind of like a big first stage and all of the things all of the healing I would say that I've done the the really important stuff for me was with other people because like other men and women like we had a male coach that was really helpful just to like talk to a man about sex and it's okay and we talk about it you know and I was like terrified I was like (laughs) I can't do this. I'm so terrified but it was great and so all of those experiences that you have in a group with a coach with other women other men you start to actually talk about this topic in a different way and when the shame starts to slowly fade there's more room to explore like other parts of you and maybe maybe even enjoying it yeah, which, so is I'm right now, which is very exciting
0: i remember when and that time, that that part in your life when you were at the therapist and said, I don't like, I'm just here because he wants sex. Like, I don't care. I remember that because that is when we started working together or some time after that. And I created that course that you were in that is now as a um, self-study online course that you get if you sign up to the Costa Rica retreat, you get free access to that and you can move through the modules there as well. And I created that course because I was... When was that? About five years ago. Yeah, five years ago, I had so much shame for my body and me and my sacral chakra, me and my um, sensuality, sexual chakra were completely blocked. Like my body disassociated. I felt like I was here for a man's pleasure and I stopped enjoying sex after like two minutes in. I didn't care about it. I was like, I'm done. This is boring. Like, can we get something more exciting in life, please? And I realized this is not what I want. Like other people are enjoying it. I don't want to have this boring experience with it forever. So I started to look at that shame that caused me to disassociate so much from from my own body and from pleasure. I didn't even allow pleasure. I was so much in my masculine energy of push, push, push that I didn't know how to relax. I didn't know how to soften my heart and soften my body I didn't know how to even open up to receive. Like, what is that? What does open up to receive even me? I have no idea. So that is one of the um, sparks that started my journey in the topic of tantra and feminine embodiment and sensuality and sexuality, because I saw these women having this great experience with that, like you did. And I was like, I want this too. Like if they can have it, I can have it too. So let's focus on that. And but then my deep journey of connecting with my body, with the shame, with the blocks that I was carrying around this topic started to unfold. And I went really deep with my own healing, with reading so many books and diving into the depths of Tantra. What is Tantra? Where is it coming from? Because Tantra itself is much more than just sex. And as I started to see life as, as sacred, I started to also see my emotions as sacred. I started to see sex as, as sacred. And I started to slowly rewrite my relationship with pleasure and sexuality. But there is when you said shame, that is one of the biggest things that I feel like we need to work on. Every single woman I know has felt like at least once in her life that something with her body is not okay. She, she should look different. She should be different. And that is what we grew up with, right? And that is what we now get to rewrite that we are worthy, we are beautiful, we are sexy, we are sensual, and owning that now, so the shame can slowly dissolve and transform into pleasure.
1: I love that. Beautiful. I love hearing your story. What do you think is the best way to heal sexual trauma? We can each share some things that worked for us. Um Oh my gosh, I feel like, I feel like it's been a journey of so So many things. Um, One of the things that helped me a lot, and I'm not saying you should do this, but you can do this in a different way. For me, kind of the start was actually facing this person. So I actually ended up going to the police and, and meeting this person in the police station and having like a face off. And I was like, really prepared for that. Like I had all these people that were working in this field and they came with me and they prepared me for what it's gonna be like and the questions and blah 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 and i was just there to kind of really claim my power it was i it was the most powerful hour i've probably ever experienced in my life because i was like finally you know he really played the victim was like why are you doing this to me blah 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 and i was really able to just be like no I'm gonna talk now and you're gonna listen. And I just like talked and I said everything I had to say. And even though nothing came of it, I walked away really feeling um that, you know, feeling like a sense of closure and a sense of really taking back my my power. So I'm not saying that you should go and do that. Um but but I'm saying that you can kind of recreate it, maybe. Through writing a letter to this person or you know anything that helps you really go through all the emotions of what happens maybe grief maybe rage like all the things I did it yesterday that's really awesome I love that just like really allowing yourself to to work through those emotions because those emotions get stuck in your body and they also don't allow you to access pleasure as well in my experience so that's a big that was a big pivotal moment um, and then being around women and talking about sex like it was so funny because the last retreat I went on basically it was, it was all women right and and our facilitator she told us like let's talk about moments when you felt really turned on but not necessarily like sexual you just felt turned on like life turned you on you felt alive you know Um, maybe nothing happened, but like, you just felt it. And I I remember in the beginning, like, we're like, ah, and then slowly we got into it. And we were all, we were like, we never wanted to stop talking. Like, we just wanted to go on and on and on because we were like, this is amazing. Like so many stories and we laughed so much. And it, I think that energy is really, for me, I know that if I'm turned off in general, like I'm feeling turned off, I need my girlfriends. I don't actually need my partner <laughs> like, because I have found out that no one turns you on. It's like you turn yourself on. So you kind of get to really like own that part of yourself and be like, I like this part of myself. I want it to be alive. I want to be turned on to life. And And when I'm around my girlfriends and I feel really safe and I or any women, you know, that I feel really safe around and we have these conversations about it. It really just sparks everything, you know, it sparks all those parts that are kind of like, you know, not participating.
0: Well, we women activate each other, right? We we can either see it as jealousy or we can turn it around and see it as inspiration. And that that is like an activation, right? We inspire each other so much and, we, and nature activates us as well. I mean, nature is sexual energy in motion nature blooms and dies and blooms and dies over and over again. And I love when you said turning yourself on, that is one of the key parts of my work is learning to turn yourself on. Because I always say, if you, if you can't turn yourself on, how can you expect to be turned on by someone else? And I mean, in sexual trauma, there's so many different things that could have have happened in the past. And for me, it was, it was, I used to have only sex when I was really drunk and I sometimes don't even remember the start of it. I just remember at some point I was like in the middle of sex and that really doesn't feel nice but I remember sometimes not knowing how to say no. So I didn't say no but I, I wanted to, so the, there's a lot of different levels that play out here and what helped me was was connecting with my body and seeing, um, someone said, I really need to hear this, yeah. Um, what is the thing? Feeling the pain and the betrayal, not just from a different person. For me, it was more betrayal of myself because I didn't stand up for myself, allowing myself to really heal that and cry it out. There's so much more here, right? There's there's the boundaries that were pushed that you get to work with anger here that we will work with in the retreat as well um but feeling what are the emotional layers in your body that need to be expressed and this is where ah, like opening your throat and being able to express it out through emotions and energy through the body for a lot of people will be a very important part so when we focus on the sexual trauma i feel like that is a very important part and i love what you shared as well um and what did i want to say with the turning yourself on when you can slowly make a practice of, of creating a space where you focus on yourself even if it's just five minutes and when you honor yourself enough to make time for yourself that's when self-love self-acceptance and the healing and transformation of old trauma starts to happen right we cannot just heal by thinking about it and then wishing it but also postponing time that we have with ourselves right so we need to make the time with ourselves and something else i want to share when it comes to sexual trauma is if that sounds very overwhelming please 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 work with a practitioner that's why we are here to support you through that because if it is too much you might not even feel anything when you start trying to connect with your body because it doesn't feel safe in doing that alone. And that's where as practitioners or retreats come into place where you get to be held physically, emotionally, energetically, where you don't have to hold yourself in that moment, where you can let yourself go and find out what your, your body is ready to release in that moment.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I would say for me it's taken all these years, you know, like, I don't know, like almost 20 years, I guess it's a lot. It's a lot of work. And um, the fastest work was when I had practitioners in my life so that I felt safe and understood. And I felt, you know, that that support and that safety is everything. That's really where the healing gets sparked, I think. Um, And just knowing like, I understand you if you've had this kind of trauma and you feel like it's never gonna change it's never gonna get better Um, and just I hope that you can use us as examples that it can you know because I really really I actually I feel like I even had a video about this like years ago um, on YouTube or something I have to dig it out but where I was like talking about how it just feels so impossible and it is such a beautiful force. It is such a beautiful part of our expression and also our connection to other people. Um, I think also I would say one of the biggest things is to know that if you want not just like sex, but actually like connection and intimacy, that's way more interesting than just like the okay. physical acts yeah then then you really have to work on being present right you have to work on being present to all the sensations in your body to all your emotions because that's what you're bringing to intimacy you're actually bringing a really deep connection where you're present to another human on like the most vulnerable level possible so in order to do that we have to learn how to be present to ourselves Otherwise, we can't be present with another person. And so I have spent so, so so many hours just present to my emotions, you know, just truly present to what's happening in my body and not judging it and just being with it. And that's really what you do in intimacy. You're like present to your experience together. Sometimes, like, I remember you saying a lot about, tears and things like that and that started happening to me you know just crying during sex so like whatever emotions arise and and like really accepting it and being with it and and honoring that it actually is a really good thing it took me a while to notice i was abused there's so many types. i'm glad people are talking more about this now oh thank you for sharing that and, and i'm sending you a lot of love and thank you for being here
0: You said something that sparked, oh, with intimacy. I saw a few com- comments of people sharing that they're scared of intimacy. And it starts with treating the intimacy with yourself first. Because if your body feels like this, if you think about intimacy with another person, you need to to start with yourself first right like in the beginning it might even feel like that with yourself if you think about being by yourself and not on the phone not with a book not with the tv running but in silence with yourself that can be triggering for for a lot of people as well but the work starts here where you slowly start to get to know yourself on this more intimate level and the more intimate you can be with yourself the more natural it feels to be intimate with someone else and intimate doesn't always have to be sexual intimate with a friend meaning being together and sharing your emotions together looking each other in the eyes and feeling the other person when that person is happy or feeling heavier emotions. Simply being able to be present in that moment. But it only starts if you can be present with yourself. Absolutely.
1: I love this conversation. I feel like we should record a podcast about this together or something. Yeah. Yeah, Such a good topic. Um, So should we wrap it up? Does anyone have any other questions, comments? You can put them in the question box. And anything else you wanna share, Nikita?
0: I mean, there's so, so, so much about this topic. This is endless. I mean, I am specialized in the topic of healing sexual trauma and connecting with your sensual body and your sensual energy. And we could talk about this forever. Let's record a podcast on this, Marina, you and I. And I also have a few episodes on it in my, on my podcast called The Goddess Activation Podcast. And if you write down what specifically you want us to cover we will make sure to get um to it someone is sharing how to get over the fears of utis etc and i know you shared some other things that you had medical trauma right you shared that um i i've had this before and there's different layers here as well but it starts with are you is it is it purely physical feeling like having fear of the UTIs and the physical fear of, 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 of dirt and of how this could impact you. Or is it also mentally seeing sexual sex as dirty? Because when something like this happens, if you have an UTI or um, sexual diseases and you have a bad experience having that, then the mind starts correlating all of sex with dirt. And then of course, you don't want it to be dirty. So you start to block yourself and have fear, not just of the UTI or the sexual disease, but of everything.
1: Yeah, and I would say allow that fear. You know, whatever fear is coming up, just like really allow it because a lot of times we have fear and we're like, I don't want to look at this. I'm just going to avoid it. And, you know, I had the same. I had a lot of fear around sex. So see if you can allow that fear, you know, just feeling it, allowing it in your body because as long as you push it down or you don't actually feel it, it's going to cloud your mind. It's going to cloud how you see your partner and sex and all of it. So see if you can just really feel it, move that energy. And In the retreat, we're actually going to be teaching you how to move emotional energy, and we're going to be practicing it together. And I'm telling you, there's nothing more powerful than practicing this in a group of women that you know you're all having the same experience. You can laugh about it. You can cry about it. You can Just really move through it together. It's so special, and this is really the work, the heart of the work that we are doing in this beautiful retreat.
0: Yeah, and I hear you what you're saying, and this is that goes much much deeper than we could cover in an in in a live. Um, I mean, there comes the question of when you fear when you have the fear of needing antibiotics. Is there the fear of being um, dependent on it? How will it destroy your body? There's so much more that comes up that we can't just quickly cover in an IG live, but if you want to dive deeper, I invite you to join us in the retreat or message us and it's easy with with sexual things to kind of postpone it. Um, You're welcome and thank you for understanding. Um, It's easy to postpone it to like, oh yes, like I have this thing around sex, but let's just postpone it. I have bigger issues to work on right now. And the thing is they will not dissolve by itself. If you have something like this, I highly recommend focus on it for a few months. Of course it takes longer, but if you put focused work on that topic for a few months, a lot can shift. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot can shift. And then you will start to rewrite your story around this topic for the rest of your life. But when you put some focused time on it, that's when the big change happens, like you shared. Absolutely. There's okay. Two,
1: two last questions. I guess we can we can answer. One in the question box around someone believing that she experienced abuse, but she's kind of doubting herself. I went through that as well. And I I believe you, you know, so I just want you to really trust yourself and believe yourself and believe your body and, and really, you know, just accept it, accept yourself, accept your experience and your perception, right? Because there's no, there's no black and white, there's no yes or no. This is how I see it. It's how you perceive this experience. And maybe you perceive this experience as abuse and that's all that matters. So really letting yourself know that that was a hard experience for you. That was a traumatic experience
0: for you. And how can you now heal that? There's power in that and if you find yourself Like if you want to believe it, but you find yourself just spiraling in the mind, like you're not getting further. What if try out what Marina said, if that, if you find yourself spiraling, what if you don't need to know? What if, what if instead of needing to know if it was or not, or, and what is the line and what is and what isn't work with the emotion that is in your body that comes up when you think about that experience, work with that instead of needing to know what it was or what it wasn't because you don't need to explain it to anyone else you get to release it from your body that can be your focus or rewriting it in your body
1: yeah I love that I love that that's helped me a lot too Um, sometimes you know I do work I don't know if this is your experience it might be but I experienced a lot of manipulation and I work with others who have um, around these things. So it can be so helpful to do, I think both of what we said to really let yourself validate yourself. You know, I am sad about this. I'm angry about this. I am whatever it is and m- work with those emotions. And then last question here I saw, is it possible that because of mental health issues, we have pain in certain parts of our body, like heart, stomach, et cetera, the short answer is absolutely. I feel like Nikita, you'll have some some a lot to say about it.
0: I mean, our body is connected with our brain. Our brain is connected with our body, with our nervous system. Our body holds physical memories of the past. Our body holds emotion. There I mean, of course, you could say, No, no, yes, it is possible, absolutely. And there is power in working with the pain in the body simultaneously as you're also working with your mental health i feel like yeah there's there's a lot of power by working with your body and your mental health and you will discover how deeply connected these are and both how both can help each other there's not just one or the other when you work with both that's when the mind-blowing shifts happen
1: absolutely so everyone, we would love, love, love for you to check out our retreat. We're going to go so much deeper into all of this. And I know it's, it's so powerful and it goes really deep. And that's why we're having this very deeply healing space created for all of you to, to really enjoy the safety, the company of all the women on the retreat in Costa Rica, which is, let me tell you, because I've been here a little while and it's such a healing place. So being in the jungle, being in nature, being near the massive waterfall on the land is going to be just in itself so 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 healing. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. Um, and and just experiencing each other and all all this opportunity to do this work together.
0: Yeah. If you have any questions, please message us. We're here. And if you want to, if you have more than just like one or two questions, you can book a call with us. And very excited to get to know you and be in this sacred transformative experience together. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Love you. Have a beautiful evening or day.
1: (laughs) Yes. Thank you all so much. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like today's episode, please take a screenshot of it and share it on your Instagram and tag us at Soul Coach Nikita, so this message can spread even further. And if you desire a session that is tailored to you, to your desires, to your life, to your experience, send me a DM with one-on-one session and we will chat on how we can work together. I love you so much. Thank you for being here and I will see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaways were by DMing us at Soul Coach Nikita on Instagram. If you would leave a five star review on this podcast or share it with your friends and family and in your IG story and tagging us at Soul Coach Nikita, that would greatly help us spread the message and reach even more people. If there is anything that you wish and desire for us to cover in this podcast, please DM us at soulcoachnikita on Instagram and we will try our best to cover it. Sending you so much love, XOXO, Nikita.